When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to my podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about why we seem to remember the negative more than the positive and what to do about negative thinking. But before we begin, I just want to remind you about my mental health initiative that we're doing for this year. It's going so well. Last month, we did the Perfect You book. And this month and next month, we're going to be doing Think, Learn, Succeed, my most recent book. It is packed with so much amazing information that is really going to help you to understand the importance of your mind and how you think and how you feel and how you choose and how to use this to your absolute maximum capacity so that you can achieve the success that you know is inside of you. So don't forget to join me. And if you go to the show notes, you'll see all the details on how you can join this book club. You can jump on at any stage. So let's talk about today's topic. Why we seem to remember the negative more than the positive. I often get asked that question. And you know, I ask myself that question. The first part of the answer comes in the fact that we have a natural optimism bias wired into our brains and our bodies. And also it's part of the design of our mind. So we naturally lean towards the positive. So that's kind of what we expect on a daily basis when it comes to pretty much everything about life. So when something is negative, like that negative comment on your Instagram And there's maybe 50 great comments and then there's one negative comment. And then suddenly all your attention is drawn to the negative. And then we think about that negative comment and you find it like literally all the, you find yourself literally all the time constantly thinking about that and how could they have said that and really maybe getting quite upset and you're forgetting all about the 49 great comments that were on your Instagram. Why? Why have you got focused and obsessed with the negative one and it's only one out of 49? Well, it's simply because it was unexpected. And the unexpected toxic negative stuff catches our attention. So you're expecting the positive. It's natural in our wiring. And then so when we see the negative, it catches our attention because it's so out of the norm. It's this disequilibrium. It throws us off balance. And immediately when anything in our life throws us off balance, we immediately have a natural instinct inside of our inside of us in our mind and in our brain to restore the balance. So we pay attention to that negative thing with the actual purpose of working out what's wrong or why it's there with the purpose of restoring balance. So we're not supposed to harp on it. We're not supposed to get stuck there. We're supposed to process it and then move on. And that's where the issue can can kind of get a little little hazy because sometimes we don't actually move on. We start getting, we, we get into the habit of getting, of focusing on the negative for too long. 
What's too long? Well, anything longer than 48 hours and it starts turning into a long-term memory. Takes around 21 days for a long-term memory to form. But within three days, on the third day, when, when you are constantly thinking about that negative comment on the Instagram or that whatever it may be, if you keep thinking about it in terms of how frustrated you are and how could they do that and why did they do that and you kind of go in these circles. If you're doing that on the third day, things start changing in your brain that are moving this towards becoming a long-term memory and then eventually a habit and then you've wired that into your brain and then it's toxic and it damages your brain and makes you feel worse. And you get this kind of, these little rushes, these little temporary highs, uh, like you, you get a dopamine rush and you get all these different chemicals start flowing in your brain. You get different energy flowing. So you get a little temporary high, but then it drops really quickly. So then you think about it again to get that high back again. And that keeps you going in that negative direction. But at any point, I want to explain to you that you can stop that. Being aware of something that's going on in your mind and your brain gives you so much more power to change it. So therefore, if you are aware that you're getting this little high and then you get this low very quickly, well, that's already showing you that there's a disequilibrium and you need to pay attention. Because basically, if it was positive, if you focused on the good comments, you would have a more consistent high. You would have a more satisfied, peaceful feeling. So the fact that you have a quick high and a very quick low leads you to a lack of peace inside of you. And that is a warning sign that you need to pay attention to. We also merge with what we focus on. We merge with our environments. Another way of saying that is that whatever we think about the most grows. A scientific way of saying that is what we call the quantum Zeno effect in in quantum physics, which means the repeated effort makes learning take place. So if you repeatedly put the effort into thinking about that negative comment which and forgetting about the 49 good ones, you are repeat putting the repeated effort into it to make learning take place. So you're learning to build a long-term memory which could turn into a habit and affect how you function. So you can stop that. You can say, okay, this is a negative comment, but let me see this as for what, it, let me analyze it. Maybe I can learn something from it. Maybe I can't learn something. I mean, you may never understand why the person put that negative comment there. But what you can do is realize that that's their perception and you can't change that. And it doesn't have to affect you. You don't have to absorb that into who you are and make that part of your being. You can choose to move on. Let me give you an example from my own life. This book, Think, Learn, Succeed, that we're studying this month, has had incredible five-star reviews. And it's really exciting to go and see the feedback that people have been giving me in the reviews. And it helps me to shape future um, books that I write and talks that I give by the comments and the feedback that people give us. Oh, and by the way, just as a side note, I love your reviews. Give me a review on Amazon or on iTunes, on my YouTube. I read them all. I learn from them. You are helping me to help you. Okay, so here I was reading one of these reviews and I was like, wow, these people really love this book and there's all these amazing ideas and suggestions. And, and it was very interesting for me to see how people were perceiving the work that I'd done in the book. And 
was on a high. I was enjoying this. Then here comes a negative one. And I read this and my world dropped. Oh no, how could they say that? And I, I immediately felt like this, like I'd been punched in the stomach. It was a, like I was deflated. And then immediately I applied the principles. I immediately thought, no, this is, this is good. This is not a negative thing. So I was aware of my body's reactions. I was aware of the disequilibrium. I could feel myself being drawn to this one negative out of 159 very positive. There was one negative. And I felt myself being drawn in the negative, negative. And I realized I could have gone down that road and done all the toxic thing and let it upset me. Or I could take that, become aware of it and see what I could learn from it. So I read it through a few times and I thought, wow, this is actually excellent feedback. I can use this in the next book that I'm writing. I can use this in my podcast. It was incredibly powerful information. And it wasn't that it was a nasty review. It was just a very, it was a very good criticism that really helped me. So now let's dive into a few tips that you can use to overcome toxic thinking patterns or toxic patterns, negative habits that you've developed. By the way, all this information is in depth in my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. Um, I've also got the Switch app coming out in the next couple of months that's, that really helps you to, to break these toxic habits down and to help you really step into correct thinking and learning so that you can succeed and overcome all these negative things that block us. Okay, so here's some tips for you. First, we need to understand that whatever we think about the most becomes physical matter in the brain. So you use your brain in, in essence, you actually use your brain as a storage facility. So when I say you use, you're thinking, feeling and choosing in response to whatever, like that negative comment that I read on Amazon. That's information. I'm thinking, feeling and choosing, which is my mind. And then I'm storing the response in my brain. Because as you think, you build that into your brain, you change your brain. So by make, if it was negative, which I started at first going down a negative road, it actually would have been a toxic tree that I built in my brain, which would have put me, which would have caused brain damage. And you can change it and everything, but why go that route? Because it's not, it's not healthy for us. So the first thing is to realize that there is a real physical change that occurs in your brain that causes neurochemical chaos. Okay, so what we think about really does matter because it changes our overall brain functioning and mental health. So no thought is harmless. It's very important that we learn techniques and start building habits that help us become aware of our thoughts and how to change them. If you haven't gathered this by now, that's what my work is all about. That's what these podcasts are. That's what the, my apps are. That's what the books are. So Think, Learn, Succeed, this book that I'm talking about specifically today, is really good at helping you to deal with these, this understanding that we need to realize the impact of our thinking, that thoughts are real. Secondly, we need to make a conscious decision to be aware of what we are thinking about at all times by practicing self-regulation. You know, when I was practicing clinically for 25 years, this is one of the, really one of the first skills that I worked with with my patients. You can't change stuff unless you actually regulate what you're doing. You have to have insight. You have to be asking yourself all the time, Am I thinking in the correct way? What is my response? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? How am I impacting others? Am I fulfilling what I said I would do? You have to self-regulate you as a person. So when you make a conscious decision to be aware of what you're thinking about by practicing self-regulation, your brain goes into high gear. Your front part of your brain really fires up. And, and so you're, in other words, your brain is working with you and not against you when you self-regulate. 
So here's an example of how to do that. When I read that negative review on Amazon, after reading a whole bunch of great reviews, I felt the change in my demeanor. My face changed. My body felt different. I felt the stress response. So I'm tuned into my body. I've trained myself to listen to my body. And I've trained myself to observe how I'm functioning the minute I feel dysregulation or any kind of disequilibrium or any kind of discomfort. So I immediately stopped and paid attention to myself and asked myself, why am I thinking this? This is not making me feel good. This is not something that needs to be negative. This is something I can learn from. So I did some self-talk observing my reactions. So that's an example of self-regulation. And when I did that, immediately I felt better. I had it under control. I start, I start, I had a plan of action to move forward to make this work for me and to learn from this. And that way, it wasn't something that controlled me. I controlled the situation. Thirdly, when we become aware of our negative thinking habits, we need to choose to reconceptualize our thought pattern. Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. So in the previous tip, I was saying increase your self-regulation. Be much more aware of how your body is responding, of what your facial expressions are, what thoughts are going through your mind. We're designed to do this. We're designed to look at how we are thinking, feeling and choosing and reacting physically. We are totally capable of observing how we are impacting others. So the more you practice it, the better you become at the self-regulation. And this is how you pick up your negative thinking habits. You pick up the things of, oh, that always happens to me. Oh, look, it's gone wrong again. Oh, look, another negative thing. And instead of just like going with it, you actually say, no, this is negative. I'm going to stop that. So awareness, being aware of your negative thinking habits, then leads to the point of where we realize that we need to reconceptualize them. When you become aware of them, you can reconceptualize them. When you're not aware of your negative thinking habits, you can't reconceptualize them. Reconceptualizing by that, I mean redesigning them, seeing them from another angle. For example, I read that negative comment the first time it hit me in the stomach, like I said. I stopped, caught myself, did all the things I've just described, and then I started reading it again, and I started reconceptualizing by saying, hey, this is actually really good feedback. What part is good? What part is bad? And I sifted out and saw what I could use to improve myself. That's reconceptualization. So never underestimate the power of taking your ability to operate in the optimism bias, which is this good thinking, feeling and choosing to change a toxic negative environment. This is the power that you have in yourself. And here's now another great tip that I find so useful on your phone or in a journal or somewhere, start to keep a record of the times that you have controlled a negative thought. Keep an or that you have got something toxic in your life under control. And when you feel toxic and you feel negative, go back and read that. Maybe it's in the notes section of your phone. Maybe you actually have a little journal that you carry around, wherever. Maybe it's on your computer. But have somewhere where you show your achievements, where you can go and look back at them. It's really helpful to do that and it's encouraging, gives yourself that boost, your brain responds well, and it kind of gives you perspective to manage that situation. It kind of helps you get out of a little bit of a rut that sometimes we can fall into when we see some, something that we really don't like seeing. Okay, and then the last tip is that, is that I want to share with you today to help you overcome toxic thinking is reach out and help others. You're not designed for isolation, you're designed to help others. 
And when we help each other, we enhance each other. So when you're feeling toxic, reach out and send a text to someone encouraging them or phone someone or send someone an email or go to a work colleague or go and see whoever if, if the family members around, go and connect with them and, and just see how you can help them in some way. So reaching out to someone else totally changes the way that your brain functions and empowers you to deal with that toxic situation in such a in, in, a, in a much more positive way, increases your resilience and helps you to have wisdom to make the right decision to not absorb that toxicity into your system. Now, I know that these tips are going to change your life, but only if you use them and you master them. So you can't just listen to this podcast once and just think that you've got this. You need to be very intentional and very deliberate about learning to practice using these in your life and using these constantly over periods and over very fixed cycles of 21 days. The research shows, and I talk about this in my books, that, and I've done this research, showing that when you repeatedly do something over cycles of 21 days, you build a long-term memory, and then you turn that long-term memory into a habit. Habits take around about 63, and, and sometimes a little bit longer, to form, depending on what you're trying to do. So for more information on these tips and how to turn these into habits in your life so that you do them on a regular basis, so that you turn them from being nice to know to real action steps in your life, I refer you to my book, Think, Learn, Succeed. I've got a lot of information on everything I've said, plus how to function in those 63-day cycles, the 21-day cycles leading up to 63 days to form a habit. And also look out for my new app coming soon called Switch, which is fantastic at really helping you to make this part of your life. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Dr. Caroline Leaf.